Let's Talk Stocks, brought to you by Havenspire, your gateway to the world of financial markets and a step towards your financial freedom. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another podcast episode of Let's Talk Stocks, brought to you by Havenspire. This is your host, Sunil Suresh, and today I have another special guest with me. His name is Siddharth Devanand. Hi, Siddharth. Hi, Sunil. How are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. All right. Uh, as we discussed before the podcast, there is like a format that we're trying to follow here, right? And the first thing, like me and any other listener here, would like to know is who is Siddharth? Yeah, bro. Uh, my name is Siddharth, as mm-hmm. you already mentioned. I did my bachelor's in civil engineering, mm-hmm. and I've done my master's also in construction project management. Okay. And I've been trading for almost three and a half years now. Amazing. So that's three and a half years of trading, actual trading. Now, actual trading, and, yeah. And what made you switch over from a program or, or a career as a civil engineer? And mm-hmm. what got you excited about moving into the financial markets? Uh, I don't think there's an answer to that because I was already trading while I was studying. Mm-hmm. But my parents obviously wanted me to have a stable career like they feel like you know especially my mom mm-hmm. she wanted me to have a stable income and everything because stock market she felt like it's too dangerous mm-hmm. which is kind of true but it depends you have to understand really well what happens in the market so that's why it's people feel it's risky got it so you're saying that okay mm. you already worked here you wanted to continue trading yeah Right, and you had a lot of family pressure. Now to take up a career in this, idly because of the ideology around the Indian society thinking stock market is equal to gambling. Yeah. Right, and it can be true if you are not well educated about the markets. Absolutely. Right now, that that makes me follow up with a question. Now, let's say you are completely educated from Mm -hmm. the ends to end of stock trading. Will that still make you a good trader? It can, it can obviously education, knowledge always helps you, but more of in stock trading, especially in stock trading, mm-hmm. two plus two is never four. Mm-hmm. So you need practical experience as well. Mm-hmm. So even if you take a good trade, mm-hmm. there are chances you might fail, mm-hmm. but it's not on you. Mm-hmm. The markets are like that sometimes, but you need to be consistent. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So basically what you're trying to say is, you're okay, you've got the knowledge as a tool, but like any tool, unless you practice with them, you're not going to get the benefits or on exactly how to succeed using yeah. that education. Right. Absolutely. So now you've had about three years of trading experience and that must have been a journey. So I just want to backtrack to how you discovered about stock trading first and what led you to start trading. Okay, yeah. uh, so I think so when I was in 10th grade or 9th grade, mm-hmm. uh, in my society, I found mm-hmm. a lot of uncles actually talking about which all stocks to buy. Mm-hmm. So they were like, just simply say, oh bro, ye kharid lo, all mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Like simple, normal talks. I used to listen to this. Mm-hmm. And especially there was one uncle I remember. He was a bank clerk. Mm-hmm. And he was dri- driving a fancy car. I was wondering how. Mm-hmm. And this uncle was suggesting stocks to everyone. Oh, okay. So for me, that from that point, I got fascinated. But mm-hmm. still, I had no idea. Only much later in my college days, I actually started researching about stock trading. But 
intelligent but i was just fascinated that's a, that's amazing because how old were you in 10th think so i would be around 15 16, 16 yeah. Yeah. right so that got you curious about the markets yeah. and when did you say you started i would say 18 19 18 yeah. 19 18 19 i started learning but i didn't do it religiously every day but that started only after 22 amazing okay so mm-hmm. you discovered about this uh, space called stock trading yeah right and you had an uncle who was a bank clerk yes uh who basically owned a, a dream car yeah and you kind of wanted to backtrack or you were curious as to what got him there mm-hmm. and then you realize it's he gained this from being smart and yeah. investing in the right yeah. stocks it's yeah completely true yeah yeah and then let's see 3 years later you start learning how to trade mm-hmm. 18 19 and i'm guessing it's college and mm-hmm. all of that didn't put you in that dedicated space yeah. so and you said you started dedicatedly trading from the age of 22 so mm-hmm. what changed and why okay i'll say nah, uh i'll say the pandemic actually mm-hmm. so i had time and it was a golden opportunity for everyone because all the stocks were at discounted price mm-hmm. so initially I made a lot of money just by doing swing trading. I'll just buy a stock. Mm-hmm. I'll see within a month it's forty percent up, fifty percent up. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So it was a very dream run mm-hmm. for actually every trader and investor around that time. It was a dream run for everyone. But only later I found the hard part mm-hmm. because when the markets were already up, I couldn't find any other stock. Okay, where should I invest? Where should I? What should I do right now? I had no idea how to day trade. Mm-hmm. So day trading was very tough. and i was very confused where should i invest and i was losing around that time i started losing money mm-hmm. and i did take so many trades for no reason i was over trading then i decided i need i needed some extra help i started searching i watched a lot of youtube videos they taught you the basics but then still didn't help me actually how can, which trade should i take got it got it so the pandemic was like a golden era for a lot of investors as well as new beginner traders yeah. it was quite an it was a bull run after the dip yeah. and you kind of took opportunity on that because you already had some level of knowledge yes right and you were swing trading ideally yes yeah, and then you discovered once the ma- market cap had saturated there mm-hmm. were too many consolidations no more stocks to kind of immediately pick yeah. up and trade on you I mean, I'm just assuming, right? Mm-hmm. But you decided, okay, let me take on a more riskier strategy towards making money in the market, which is intraday trading. Yes. Right. And within the intraday trading markets, you realized, okay, you tried to learn from YouTube and you explored all of this, but it didn't really add value or benefit. I learned a lot, but whatever things I've learned, I could not replicate or during my that. trading. Got it. Mm-hmm. there is knowledge but it's very hard to connect it during live market especially you are only focused you're trying to find a good trade you don't remember things which mm-hmm. you have already learned mm-hmm. so you're just finding random things finding random movements you're just trying to capture you don't have a proper plan so did you move forward from that year of learning yeah into creating trading plans or trading setups yeah. Yeah, so could you just walk us through one of such, or how did that lead you to it? Because at least from my experience talking to traders, initially I I I feel uh, 
trading your your journal is so underrated mm, obviously right it's yeah. so underrated and and people know it's important to journal and i think from what you just discussed you were just going randomly you didn't have memory of what the trades were that you took up in the past and i feel it could be due to a lack in trade trading journal at that period in at time. that period right yeah. now post that did you start journaling your trades post that i did mm-hmm. for 3 months straight i did but right now i don't mm-hmm. but the during because that was the initial phase i need to a change in my trading plan mm-hmm. so during that phase i focused only on taking paper trades mm-hmm. and writing it down why am i taking this trade amazing so mm-hmm. previously before that i was taking random trades to avoid taking random trades i started doing paper trading and focused on writing it down why am i taking that trade it's very important there are multiple reasons you can take a trade maybe it could be a contraction because of contraction you feel it can spike up or do you think it will break out right now or just because there's momentum you feel the momentum will continue these are the main three setups for anyone but you have to understand these three setups because it works differently in every market so market sentiment is the most important thing mm-hmm. and how you decide your stop loss mm-hmm. that's very important because as you know markets stop loss is your biggest friend got it so when you, when you talk about this word stop loss yeah right and it falls under the bra- bracket of risk management Right. Yes. As much as we want to say, okay, this is the price point I want to exit. <clears throat> I think another overrated or usually over like they give so much importance to it where it's about stop loss and trailing stop loss and all of these techniques, but it does not apply until you put your psychology behind it, right? Yeah. Now, when you take up that decision, saying, okay, this is my stop loss, no matter what happens, okay, it's triggered my stop loss, and then it goes to your target. a lot of traders experience yeah, that yeah. and i'm sure you've experienced that yourself how do you kind of deal with that after it's been done and does it make you lose hope on setting stop losses or your risk mm-hmm. and reward ratios or what keeps you saying okay it didn't work once cool i'm going to go back so what is that mental awareness that you'd mm-hmm. like to share that you face as a so trader so what i realized after 3 and 1/2 years of trading is like the reason why your your stop loss got triggered is maybe your stop loss was too close or it was a bad trade so you have to understand you have to look back at your trade and think okay so maybe it tried you okay you went for a long position mm-hmm. the stock actually didn't move up it grabbed liquidity from down hit triggered your stop loss then pushed up so that you have to understand and rectify it second mm-hmm. if it's your system you're following a system which is not working out maybe that trade it hit the stop loss maybe the next five trades it won't hit your stop loss so you have to understand the difference between why your trade hit your stop loss so that's the most important thing otherwise you have just have to focus on your trading system that's it you just have to focus pay attention to what you're learning and it can be applied during live markets got it so there is a sense of predictability that comes from discipline and consistency right because yes. you're talking about follow your trade setups mm-hmm. follow those things that you're learning mm-hmm. right day in and day out and yes. when you do find a a value out of that education or the time you or effort you've put in it will show up in the market obviously right market rewards you just have to understand it properly you have to understand mm-hmm. the market sentiments and you pay attention to risk management 
mm-hmm. and your mental psychology because that also is very important mm-hmm. because some of your traits if you take your position size is very big mm-hmm. and if it goes down your scale before you hit it hits your stop loss you exit the position mm-hmm. so you have to be mentally prepared as well got it so while you have these trade plans and trade setups your risk management is key to decide how much you're going to make how much you're going to lose and more importantly can you stay in that trade right yes perfect all right <clears throat> now let's look at how your education around the markets took place education actually first it started off by my dad mm-hmm. my dad was a swing trader he was an investor through him i learned a lot he didn't understand price action properly but he understood which price to buy especially if you are a swing trader you just know some certain stocks okay hdfc bank has raised this price you can buy and you can hold it for one week so because of my dad i learned a lot and that's how i started my initial swing trading journey then slowly slowly i learned a lot of youtube videos my dad my dad was asking me about okay where should i invest should i take a trade right now and i was his personal tutor later amazing so it's almost like he was your first mentor yeah. and trading itself built a beautiful bond between yeah. you right because yeah. we are usually looking up to our fathers and be like yo please show me the way or, <laughs> right or yeah. and over here it became a bond of friendship that built yeah. right while yeah. you learned how to trade together yeah. in a way perfect and from there right now uh, there's so much technological shift when it came to yes. trading as well right um, and and the earliest investors are golden investors cuz they got into this market even much with all earlier. of uh, even margin find reliance or something mr around when it was trading around mm-hmm. 200 rupees now reliance is trading at 2400 but actually that's not the price mm-hmm. it's supposed to be around 15000 or 16000 because because of bonus and split so the price Got they it. keep they keep reducing the price so that more and more investors yes, invest and and they took up that chance and opportunity yeah. at during the era where it was still considered gambling right yeah. so that's amazing okay now with the shift in technology yeah. right uh, like how traders interact with each other mm-hmm. and all these different tools and complications and 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 the beauty of a community as well mm-hmm. which uh, you are a hem inspire member right and you have been engaging with the company on a very personal level in, in a lot of sense yes so how do you feel these things help a trader or how do you feel like it can help you scale in terms of your trading journey okay i'll just give you a very simple example so i remember i took a trade recently mm-hmm. in jsw steel mm-hmm. so it was a call out given by parang mehta mm-hmm. so uh it looked very good the charts were looking brilliant like it was a very good trading opportunity it was at its daily demand and it was contracting at its daily demand so usually when it's contracting at a daily demand it's a very good trading opportunity so i took the trade the next day market showed weakness because of the new covid variant omicron mm-hmm. because of that the next day market showed grave and my obviously my trade jsw steel also went down the next day I was very worried. My position size was a little higher. I took a slightly more risk than I take usually, mm-hmm. and I was worried. I was asking all the members in the community, all the senior council members. Mm-hmm. So the advice I got was, it's only because of the new variant. Just hold the trade for one more day. 
if I wouldn't have asked him, I would have closed my position in loss. But the very next day, market again showed strength. JSW Steel was up by 6% and I was in a profit of 20k. Amazing. So having this community set up or in any any sense, yeah. right? Even when it came to uh, unique which you said about your dad and this, and his friend who was, who was a bank manager, they were a small community themselves. Yeah. Right. And a lot of information was shared and there was support given even during these difficult times. Great. So that's a brilliant example. It's, it's always that. when you're a trader mm-hmm. and you're in loss, you always look for support. Mm-hmm. And a good trader will always give the best advice. Right. So it's very important to understand how effective communication actually helps you. Got it. Awesome. All right. So now let's go into some other segments which I enjoy understanding about. Right. What is your biggest loss? My biggest loss, uh, it was a bank nifty call option sell position. Mm -hmm. So in that I was expecting the markets to fall and that was the first trade I took. I understood option buying, Mm -hmm. but I have never really tried option selling. Mm -hmm. So it was my first trade Mm -hmm. and I just heard like from my friends and all option selling is very easy. You just sell our OTM. Mm-hmm. And we guarantee you'll make money. Mm. But exactly the other thing happened. The very next day, the market showed more strength and it went up because I think so it was the uh, fi- finance minister, Nirmala Sitaram. She mm-hmm. made a speech and because of that, all the investors, everyone was happy mm-hmm. and the bank, bank all oh, banking yeah. stocks went, just went up. <laughs> because of that day, I stopped taking option selling positions for a while. Got it. So, and it's also your first option sell. Yeah. But right now, mm-hmm. I think so. I'm an expert in option selling because Amazing. of that trade. Because of that very trade, mm-hmm. I'm an expert in option. You asked me about iron butterfly, <laughs> candle, candle. <laughs> All these trades, iron condor, uh, mm-hmm. bull call spread, bull mm-hmm. put spread, mm-hmm. weekly spread. Got it. I understand everything. And, and then, I, then I think it's a very famous saying, right, within the community as well. It's the fee that you pay to the market, your your first loss. Your because that's where your jo- yeah. learning journey also begins. Because oh, whenever you're winning, can be just luck and there's not real effort put in that. Now it's being rewarded. Right. So what do, now, now, thanks for sharing a loss. Now, which was that first exciting win? And what is the biggest win? Exciting win, I think so, to be the trade which I discussed right now with the GSW still because I was in loss. Mm-hmm. Then because of the community over here, mm-hmm. I recovered. And the biggest win, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, biggest win was a very simple swing trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, after, after the pandemic, some stocks mm-hmm. went up. They were near its all-time high. Mm-hmm. But there were some stocks like Lemon Tree, Hotel, basically mm-hmm. Hotel stocks. Mm-hmm. They were not doing that well. So I realized there's an opportunity here. Mm-hmm. I invested a lot in Hotel stocks. Lemon Tree, Indian mm-hmm. Hotels, these stocks, uh, EIH Hotels. Mm-hmm. So I made a lot of money in these three stocks. All these three, I think so all this three is combined. It's one trade for me. Got it. And, and, it's, and it's so cool because you chose that during the pandemic where Hotel industry yeah. was at its all-time Yes. Right. And how long was that swing? It was during the release of the pandemic. That's when uh, it picked up again. So what I, I was waiting for a hundred percent return and I got a 150% return. Congratulations on that. That's a huge score. Yeah. yeah. Awesome Siddharth. All right. So now just to wrap it up, 
uh, I'd love to hear from you what you would like to tell new traders or young investors who are just going to enter this space. What would be the key takeaways or key giveaways that you'd like to let them know about the market? You have to understand, like you, it's not a quick get rich scheme. You have to pay attention. You have to concentrate while understanding every concept. So it's maybe you think you understand, but it's not necessarily true. So you have to go in depth to understand, then try it out, not using your own. Obviously you have to paper trade for at least a month. Follow your, when you start using your own money, follow risk management. Risk management is the most important thing because one trade can stop your trading journey. One trade. So you have to always pay attention to risk management. That's it. Got it. Thank you so much, Siddharth Devanand. Uh, also, if anyone would like to reach out to you or learn more from you or they just like to get in touch with you, how would you like them to connect with you? Just connect. Uh, even now, a lot of people message me, my college friends. I have taken seminars for my college friends. Mm -hmm. So that we kickstart, at least kickstart their journey. Mm -hmm. So if they have any other, any doubts, they can just DM me. On Instagram? On Instagram. That's and cool. what's your Instagram handle? It's as siddev002 at gmail.com. That's siddev002 at gmail.com. At gmail.com. You can email Siddharth anytime you want. Again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in uh, and for giving your time. Hope this podcast brings you value. And if it does, do follow us. Also, check out Havenspire on all the social media sites as well as on havenspire.in for more updates. Once again, this is Sunil Suresh signing off. Have a great trading week ahead.